0: welcome 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 this is the 10th we're in double digits the 10th episode of the no words barred podcast and this is a special episode because unlike the other ones that we have done where we just talking about different topics whatever we're going to focus on one specific topic something new we want to try out and see if it works out well you know let us know in the end and stuff like that but anyway i am joined by my great Co-host Chris Mack over at ATL. What's going on, man?
1: What's going on, brother, man? Yes, we are. Yo, I'm. I'm. I'm shocked that we even made ten episodes at this point. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm really happy that we did though. So this has been great. Um, looking forward to today's episode. Uh, this just, just, uh, just, again. Well, that's what Mo just said. Um, we're we're trying to do something new here. So for our episodes bi-weekly, we will try to. Pick a particular topic and just tackle that throughout the duration of the entire hour or so. Or it could be, you know, a review or, you know, of a like a certain movie, album, a documentary or even a game from years past or even a wrestling match. And we could just talk about that for that whole time, that entire episode or a certain theme. So, you know, we're going to see how this works out. And if you know if it goes pretty well, we, could, we go eventually. You know, we could try to get our listeners into this and, and see if they could come up with topics for us as well.
0: Right, 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 right. Because you know, the main important thing is the listeners, and we don't want y'all to feel jaded or left out and stuff like that. Um, you know, we we do eventually at some point. We you know we know we want to get you guys more involved and stuff like that. So, and that's always deeply encouraged because we love the the, the interaction within you know, with with other people and and seeing what they think. And, um, you know, that's, that's the beauty of, of the whole podcasting world in general. If you really think about it, it, it's just, it's another added dimension of interaction of between people and, you know, whoever it is, is doing the podcast and stuff like that. So it's, it's a pretty exciting thought. And without further ado, man, let's not waste any more time. So The deal with this, the deal with this episode, I'm pretty sure is very relatable to a lot of people, um, that watches any type of sports. Um, as we all know, you know, everything in this world today for the, for the most part is social media driven. And, you know, a lot of times I I have, you know, I think about it and I talked this with Chris too, um, how sports in general the the overall enjoyment of sports um everybody has a voice everybody has an opinion um now these days with social media and sometimes it makes me wonder if people are actually enjoying um sports as it is um sports i always say is it is the greatest reality show on earth because it has so many different highs and lows and and all these other variables and characteristics um, in there. And I, I truly believe that it's something that, you know, everybody, you know, they could have their, their part in there. And, but at the same time, you can't get too caught up and get lost in all these crazy narratives and stuff like that. And, And a lot of times, I feel like it gets in the way of people actually enjoying the product, whatever it is, whether it's basketball, whether it's baseball, football, you know, uh, wrestling, any of that stuff, music too, you know, can't can't leave that out.
1: Particular hip hop because that that's just really heavy when it comes to that.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People go (laughs) ridiculous with that. Um, But like I said, the main the main thing we want to you know talk about mostly is the impact of social media and has it and an impact it's had on uh sports in general um does it make what you're watching more enjoyable does social media you know kind of you know make you not want to deal with watching sports like that um you know not on a basis like does it affect your level of enjoyment um but before we go really deep into that well uh, i'm i'm going to let you answer that question chris how do you feel about that as far as its impact on sports does it does it uh enhance the viewer i mean view, viewership of the the actual um game or whatever you're looking at or does it kind of like you know dilute a little bit kind of hamper or affect it in a negative way
1: uh i'm looking at it like a two-way street uh it definitely enhances the viewing aspect of it and be entertained throughout the uh, duration of the event. Whether it's you know like an NBA game or watching an episode of Raw, especially if the commentary is like really on point and hilarious, like we have really fun nights of um watching you know a certain event. Uh, and the tweets like from people are going back and forth, and it's like a plus content. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, make you just laugh for hours. Like those type of nights are really good. Like right. those are the type of nights that uh really uh be setting that whole event ablaze and making it even better than it should be. Uh, and you know, and the memes will come through, and you know, to the point that it will catch attention, like on you know news stations and and um ESPN talking head shows. You know, those sort those are the type of um, nights that are pretty cool. Um, what I don't like about it, you know. Is that yes, it is toxic. Like, it could be a very toxic place, uh, especially for folks that do not want to go outside and mm-hmm. just think of doing other shit with their lives as opposed to, you know, getting upset uh, with a certain roster move or how a company is booking a particular wrestler or, you know, what uh, type of music uh, or, or certain features that our artists will have. And you know, it really just trying to do shit that really has no business, you know, involving us or or having any of our input whatsoever. Uh, those those types of um types of uh, interaction on social media, you know, th- those would really be the worst. Is but it 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 feels really blatant, blatantly bad. Um, you know, for me as you know a pro wrestling fan and you know also a hip hop fan. Yeah, and you know, in basketball, you know, basketball will have its bullshit. Like all of that is pretty much barbershop talk from time to time. Mm-hmm. You know, but then there to be folks that would just be fucking crazy, and and you know, send out like death threats to players, and then you have racial abuse that happens for players as well. Uh, and that shit ain't cool. Like, that ain't cool at all. And, and right now, recently, um, the 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 the, the discourse that I'm watching on the timeline, and this does play a part into me, like with my interest in wrestling as well. It's the current rash of um, NXT releases that happened last Friday, right. while you know folks were watching the episode of SmackDown, and seeing how there's a panic and people are getting you know upset and seeing that NXT is on its dying days, and which it really is. It. Uh, the only release that really, you know, took me aback was Bronson Reed's, because he was in the North American title pitcher. He was just recently the champion, lost the title right. not too long ago. He was looking to be called up because he was doing main event matches in the Thunderdome, you know, for a couple of months, and for some reason, like he didn't get called up. Karen Cross got the call up instead, and. He loses to Adam Cole, which at first on the surface didn't really seem like, you know, a huge deal. But now, you know, with this news of him being released, now it was it was pretty it was pretty shocking in some way. But I'm not really bit out of shape about it. It sucks that he's gone. But, you know, he's really good. Like, you know, he's a solid big man. You know, he um, can't say he really made up. Big fan of me, but I was impressed with him later down the line during his NXT run. You know, he could always, you know, go back to Japan and work with Noah. But now that he has a name, he could probably get a spot in New Japan. Or, you know, he, he could, you know, make some new ways in Ring of Honor or, you know, work in the independent team and go back to PWG. You know, the easy way out is just going to AEW. And, you know, that roster itself is starting to get bloated in its own right. The rest right. of the list... I mean, it's just a bunch of jobbers. Let's, let's keep it real. It's people that weren't on TV, mainly on 205 Live as curtain jerkers. Or, you know, that guys that just don't figure into the plans in the future of NXT or in WWE as a whole. You know, they, folks are, like, going crazy over that. You know, with two of the names in particular is being Bobby Fish, who was a longtime member of, you know, the Undisputed Era. All right. But he's been plagued with injuries and he is getting older. I was also kind of surprised with that release because I felt like he could have been transitioned into a role as a trainer or a commentator because that I felt like I was gonna be better suited for him these days. Another member um was Tyler Russ. Like he's another notable release. Uh, he was a member of um the Diamond Mine stable that they were starting up. With Roger Strong and um, Malcolm Bevins and um, Hideki Suzuki, mm-hmm. but Tyler Russ sucks. Like he, <laughs> he is just not good at all. Like I <laughs> try to give this dude a shot, and you know he, he's just, he just, he just doesn't work out. You know, in the favors, and you know him getting getting cut. You know, it it is what it is. And Mercedes Martinez, that was another one as well. But you know, at this stage, he is one of the older, oldest um, women in the division. And, you know, at this point, you know, they are trying to, you know, go into a more younger crowd, a more younger talent that they have because their women's roster is extremely bloated. And they're looking to find more avenues of trying, you know, get what they have going, you know, in this new reset that they will eventually have. Uh, It's just a matter of, you know, who is in the women's division is going to get called up. And who they're looking to you know the to push towards the future and Mercedes you know she had a really good run uh I enjoyed her you know at her time you know with NXT and WB uh the retribution um, stable didn't work out of course uh, and she had some okay matches you know towards her towards the end but there was there was nothing you know going for her in her plans as well. You know and I I say this that a lot of these wrestling fans have no idea how corporations really work and how you know jobs work in general uh yeah, they have a lot of money, of course you know mm-hmm. they they're willing to pay you know these you know these workers as well, but there comes a point that you know a lot of companies do not want to pay people sitting on their ass, no. I mean, that's in real life. In general, you know, they they, they want production out of you. And, and they want to see that you will have some sense of value within their future and within the standards of the company. It's no different to see that in NBA team. And it's no different seeing that in sports in general trying to withhold to their salary cap. They're going to get rid of some folks that they have no business paying. It's the same way it is with WWE. Like, they're anything but just a professional wrestling company. They're more than that. Mm-hmm. They're an entertainment conglomerate. That's what their whole goals were. That was what Vince McMahon's goals were from the very onset from the first WrestleMania. Right. And now, you know, they ha- they don't need to be paying a lot of folks, you know, all this money uh, to just be sitting around catering or they're not being on TV or being on the road at all. We have to make room for, you know, talent that's definitely going to be making an impact, uh, no pun intended, uh, throughout the, um, their run in WWE, whether it's in NXT or on the main roster, Raw and SmackDown. And I feel like that a lot of folks, um, you know, wrestling fans, like, it's just the, the internet wrestling community and on social media, like, they do not take a day off of just letting this shit be some shit. It's pro wrestling. Like, right. Right. Why the fuck should I care? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, this is just this is just some work bullshit. I mean, everybody just be working themselves into a shoot. For no reason. Even the wrestlers themselves, man. Like, that's the problem. Like a lot of these wrestlers too are marks from themselves too. Mm-hmm. And they feed into that bullshit that, you know, smart marks be doing on the internet and egging them on and and Encouraging them and you know enabling them to be dickheads, like <laughs> it's it's just it's something that I just can't get with, man. You know, and, and that shit is just annoying.
0: Yeah, I've I, I have it's funny um, the evolution of me being a wrestling fan. You know, I remember back in the days and um, the uh, early two thousands, late nineties, early two thousands. You know, pretty much when when wrestling was like the it thing. Um, in america and i always remember you know everybody was so you know everybody had to get the latest scoop of what was going on you know back then you know you really or a little bit before then you know you really didn't know the inner workings of of wrestling in general and then obviously with the boom and the dawn of the internet and then all of a sudden you had people that you know they needed they wanted to know what was behind the curtain and then once you gave, once they gave, once was given that the little peek behind the curtain there, then everybody just wanted more. The thirst for it was more and more and more. And then it got to the point where, then you see, you know, all these um, dirt sheets, as they call them, um, you know, giving out all these spoilers and all this other stuff, and, and, and the business and personal stuff that goes on, um, whatever is beef. So whatever the case is and so once you open that curtain and give people access to that people then all of a sudden and especially within um the internet wrestling community um they almost they feel privileged now because they're like well shit you allowed us to get the backstage you know access pretty much of what's going on and now You can't complain and bitch about it. That we know everything or all this other stuff, um, because you guys, like somebody, like you guys, as in the internet, like or whatever, these publishers, these writers and and columnists, like, nah, y'all gave us this access now, so don't try to close it. Um, Which, to a certain extent, I mean, it's nice to know what happens back then. But then a lot of these fans, they they become. Because of the fact that they've they granted so much access and everything, and especially now everything in real time, is like they just come off as very like very whiny when they don't get shit their way. Yeah, and what frustrates me and, and it's like before I used to be fine, like right, ah yeah, in that wrestling community, whatever you know, we're our own little thing. But now it has evolved into just they're just fucking annoying. People are just fucking annoying. Because they always gotta find something to damn complain about. Like
1: There's gotta it, be some type of narrative for our There's
0: there's always something. And and it and this shit happens with NBA fans. And I loosely use the word fans because it's like, do people ever just watch the product and just enjoy the simplicities of it? You know? I and, and, and maybe, you know, I enjoyed wrestling more back in the days because there was that still little bit of you know kayfabe as they call it uh you know where you believe that what you was watching was real and you did that because you didn't let any of these other outside influences and 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 factors get in the way of you watching the product and enjoying it for what it is And once you, like I said, once these people decided that they got so much access and they felt entitled to it, and then because of the fact they feel entitled to it, that they can just dictate every little thing that happens with the product. And when they don't get their way, they raise hell. They cause issues. And there are some wrestlers, like you said, you know, they're perfectly fine with that. They're cool with that because especially if it you know caters to their ego but then you have some wrestlers that they're like nah they ain't they don't fuck with that because it just gets in the way of their job you know at the end of the day like you said every it, it, these are these are companies these are corporations these are people that got jobs are they the same jobs that we have no but they're still jobs nonetheless and it just makes me wonder like do it just it just annoys the hell out of me that people just don't enjoy stuff for what it is. Like, it's entertainment. At the end of the day, it's entertainment.
1: People and, forget about that, man.
0: Yeah, right, right. Like, you even got people that's pissed off because, you know, especially WWE or just in the world of wrestling in general, like, they don't want to call it just wrestling. Now it's sports entertainment. And and people, I don't know, I guess there, there are certain – From a certain era, you know, they like to keep things the way old school, the way it was because of the fact that it was believable and it was enjoyable. And when I think about it, how I first got into wrestling, you know, I I was a kid, but, you know, I just loved and enjoyed what I was watching. I didn't care about all the other outside and behind the scenes bullshit or whatever the case it is. It didn't matter to me. Like, I I was just enjoying what I was watching on TV, you know. But then now, you know, when you interject social media, and I know it's one of those things that it can also enhance the product, too. As you stated before, man, you know, you can watch a wrestling event and, you know, you're on Twitter or whatever the case may be or even on Facebook. And, you know, people are all. You know they're commenting, giving their two cents, and there's some funny shit that people say <laughs> on there, you know, or stuff that they point out that maybe you didn't point out um in a match, and you're like, oh shit, I didn't realize that, you know, like good shit that 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 makes you enjoy the product even more. Yeah, something to make you yeah, think, or sure. you know, more so than what they originally led you on, because stuff happens so fast that you know. Even with the the innovation of DVR and where you could pause and all this other stuff, um, live TV, you know, there is some stuff that you just may miss, and there's little, little things that you miss. You know, when you finally catch them, they they can make what you was watching even greater when you watch it again, especially if it has a good replay value.
1: Yeah, for sure, um, man. You
0: know, and. Like those things, like it's like you said, it's a it's a double edged sword with that stuff. Um, but then when you look at even the NBA, the NBA, uh, I, I question these days. I question a lot of people on social media whether they actually enjoy basketball, whether they enjoy the NBA, because I feel like a lot of people just they watch it just for just to start shit. They watch it because they want to just, you know, I I guess get their little 15 seconds of fame or whatever it is uh, with their little bullshit hot take. And, and, you know, and everybody starts retweeting the liking or whatever and stuff like that. But um, there is just so much stuff that people just – it it just pisses me off. Prime example, the perfect person. And and I hate to have to use him so many times, but it's because he's just so much of the perfect example. With LeBron James, right? And, I, and yeah. everybody everybody knows where I stand on, you know, how people just it's – it's the most laziest argument or topic ever, you know, comparing them to Jordan and all this other shit. And uh-huh. people – I just feel like people just get so much in the damn way of their – they get in their own damn way. And they get so – they get so invested into this narrative that – you have to dislike the guy because he doesn't match up to whatever type of standards that you, you know, set on him specifically, and not enjoy what he's doing. It's I like, to this uh, that's
1: that's also like Trey and Luca too. After oh oh man
0: draft. oh man Shit. Luke this whole this past weekend, I've seen so many hot takes with Luca, you know and. and you know, that whole, you know, the Olympic game, especially the game that they lost to France, right? And everybody was just like, oh well, you know. I mean, Luca put up respective numbers, respectable numbers in that game. His shooting percentage may be not great, but he still put up some pretty damn good numbers.
1: But, he had 18 assists.
0: Right. Right. He was I can't believe it. I think it was like 18 assists. I think he had like 16 points or something like that. Whatever the case may be. And great to and people was like, oh well, that goes to show you know Luca is not really big time or whatever the case is or or people didn't want to you know put any type of blame on you know Luca's shooting how he was how he was shooting that game and everybody want to blame everybody else on his (laughs) on the team and it's like come on man like the guy great even the great teams they lose sometimes sometimes it's. The best team doesn't always win. And we see this in the NCAA tournament, right? So many times a team that everybody think that it was going to wind up winning, they lose. And unfortunately, in that type of tournament, it's only one one loss and you're out. They may have been the best team. They could have played that team 99 other times, and they could have won those 99 other times. But that one time, they just lost. That doesn't mean that the team sucks. That doesn't mean that one player is really the blame or whatever the case may be. Shit happens. It's sports. That's the beauty of it. But back but to go back on track with LeBron and I, I and I'll, and I I'll say this to this day, there is going to be a day in time. I don't know when in the future, it could be five years from now. It could be 10, maybe further along. But there's going to be a time when people are going to look back at everything that LeBron James has done in his career in the NBA, and they're going to miss that dude. They're going to miss him. Even the people that want to uh-huh. criticize every little move that he makes. And, yes, does he sometimes embellish? Of course. Does sometimes that he complains and he doesn't get back onto the court, back into the flow of the game? You know, yeah, he does that. And so does a lot of players, a lot of athletes. They do that shit, too. But when, you know, Nike, there's a reason why Nike had witness greatness, you know, being be witness. Like, that is the point. Like, the guy has, you got to appreciate the talent while it's there. While the great talent is there, you got to appreciate it. And I really feel like if more people would stop spending so much fucking time having to criticize Every little move he does because it is not Jordan-esque or even Kobe. like, You're taking away the enjoyment of it. Now, I could be wrong. Maybe these people do enjoy it. And they're just doing this shit just for trolling purposes. But it gets to a point where you see this stuff happen so many times, especially by the same people, that it's not trolling anymore. Like, this is real shit. Like, you have a real obsessed disdain for this dude for no apparent reason other than the fact because he doesn't meet whatever your standards were of your favorite player from how many years ago. I've said it many times. I'm a Jordan fan. I'll always be a Jordan fan to the day I die. But I also appreciate and I love everything LeBron does you know, on the court yeah. as a whole because... It's not something that you see every day. You're not going to see something like that uh, as often as you would like to. You know, just because the person, the player, may do things differently their way, does not the value their legacy or 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 whatever the case. You know, whatever words you want to try to use for that person to define how their career went. Uh, you just just appreciate and love love it for what it is. You can appreciate it. you and not every everybody's not, you know, immune to criticism. Everybody gets criticized here and there. That's, you know, that's just the nature of the world. But is when people go overboard with that criticism and they and they become so obsessed with it that any little thing, any little mention of this guy is just always got to be on some negative dumb shit. And it just makes no sense at all. And it just really makes me wonder. Are you watching a game? Are you watching a game to because you love the sport of basketball? You love the NBA. Are you just watching it just so you can try to create a bullshit narrative to get whatever your 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 numbers up, your social media interactions up for your own personal game? Like I I can't. I'm not with that shit. And that's just me. But I just see it too many times that people just don't appreciate. The game, whatever sport it is, the way it is, and it for me those two instances, like I said, wrestling and basketball for me, I, where I see that the most. And that's not to say football doesn't happen too. It happens in football also, with, with a lot of the players. And granted, the NFL, you know, they, you know, they they do stuff a little bit differently on their end, and. There are some players that, you know what, that deserved criticism because they be asking for it. Um, there's athletes in general that be asking for it, like you know, and you could and you mentioned it the last episode, man. Uh, Simone Biles, right? Here it is, and, and even mm-hmm. with and Naomi Osaka, you know, yeah. those those two women, you like, people like people are fucking rude. They're disrespectful, and I think there's a lot of mean hearted people out there that really don't amount to shit. That's just the reality. I hate to put it that way, but there's a lot of people that don't amount to shit, and the only thing that they can do to make themselves feel you know like they worth something in the world is to try to bring other people down to their level yeah and when you got people that these are athletes, these are human beings, they go through everyday shit like we do, like I said is it the same sh- same shit that we go through? no the same exact way? No. But you also got to understand these are people, these are athletes that are in high pressure situations and yes, they understand, they know that it comes with the territory of being great. Being great, yes, it does come with certain things, you know, when when you're that. But to be questioned and be disrespected because you're doing something out of your own for your own health purposes, mental health purpose, physical health. Because they all tie in together. When you're doing stuff for your own mental and your best well-being. And you're criticizing that person. I, I th- Those people are the worst fucking people, man. They, they're the worst ones. Because I guarantee you, when you're at these same people, when they're at their, their worst. They're at their lowest. They ain't feeling all that great mentally, emotionally, physically. And if somebody was to go to criticize their ass, guess what the fuck happens? They get pissed, they go off, and they're like, who are you to judge me? But because these athletes, a lot of these athletes, you know, they're making millions of dollars, thousands of millions of dollars. That doesn't make them different from, from us regular people that are not doing that. And that shit just annoys the hell out of me. And social media gave it, – it, it also gives those people an enhanced – it gives an, an increased voice – to to say the spew the bullshit that they that they feel and that hate that they they have inside and it does affect people it does affect these athletes because believe it or not they do look they pay attention they try not to but they know it because these things are confronted to them in front of their face constantly and I, I just I I just don't like that shit. Social media there there is I love it but at the same time a lot of that shit, man. A lot of that shit can go to hell, honestly.
1: Yeah, man. It, it's like I say, it's, it's total bullshit. Um, I just don't. And with um, also, we're circling back to like football, and the NFL, man. They have their own can of worms when it comes to like social media, and and you know, and the shit that they had to deal with for over the last close to six years now, concerning Colin Kaepernick. And you know, oh yeah, yeah,, time, yeah, like dealing with the flag and you know, and, and how n f l fans still to this day are like treating these players like garbage, now, granted, some of these players are dumb as fuck, but right, they are still you know they're still human beings, and you know, especially you know in, like when, when it comes to sports, you know it, really we should we should we should just go to that change um. When it comes to these sports here, in in here in this good old country, the United States of America, you have the NBA, NFL, you know, your two most popular sports in the country, I'm, I'm, I'm going to add, that are predominantly played by black players, black men. Right. And you see the comments on social media from fans that more likely than not are white. Uh and they'll you know, have, you know, their usual car Abby with the shades on. That's right.
0: Our right. dog
1: Abby, on the side or big ass fucking American flag. You know, just are you know, just looking like a fucking nerd. Whatever it is. You know, you see their comments, you know, towards, you know, how they will like criticize a certain player, you know, or talk about how much money they have, or you know, or when when players do speak on certain social issues that really do affect them in their lives still to this day. And you know, and the fans will try to discredit them, you know, for talking about politics, quote unquote. Oh and, my gosh. And man. how you know, and talking about how much money they make. Like like that has any grounds for them to like not speak on stuff that affects us as human beings, you know as citizens of this country, because they too also are human beings, and they live here, and they also have a voice and to put some input in the shit that is affecting their lives, right. those fans are also the dirt worst, they're the fucking most terrible, muckiest pieces of shit that we know. Here on this earth, and you know, I, I, you know, whenever I see you know certain tweets from folks, I just go and block them. There's no, not even a reason to even try to get in a debate. Yeah, or, or right. Even try to own them, you know, right. you know, for uh, for like points, you know, just just block them because they're they're not they're a waste of space.
0: They're and they're
1: yeah, they're terrible. It just it, it just 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 you know, seeing folks like I said earlier about Simone Bowles and Naomi Osaka. You know that goes doubly for you know black women in sports. You oh, know yeah. they talk about you know certain issues that really affect them, and when I see you know accounts that are just there trying to discredit them or take them down, blocking because you know they're already stupid, and there's no way of reasoning with them to begin with. Yeah, it's yeah. it's terrible, man. Like, it, like it's just, it's just definitely some bullshit for sure.
0: Yeah, because they say shit that they wouldn't even dare to say anything in, in these athletes and these people's faces themselves.
1: Yeah, because you, you know, know that, they'll get two piece quickly, bro. Oh,
0: they yeah, with with jeez, man, they get that, they get that. Giannis fifty piece. At the end of the day, like this, uh, I, I and that's part of the reason why you know I wouldn't even want to. Why Why fame never was one of those things that, like, oh, my gosh, I need to be famous. Like, nah, fuck the fame stuff, man, because people be reckless, and they say a lot of wild shit, and, and you know, and there are some that will say they will go out their way in, in person, and they will do that, you know, whether it's, you know, they they find out somehow where you live at, you know, or you know, you're out somewhere with family or traveling or something like that. And they, you know, they, they try to bait you into doing something, you know, that that'll get you on the news and they'll get them on the news. And, you know, with everything being so, like I said, everything being done in real time, the margin of error as an athlete these days, um, is, is very, very slim. You have to be very careful with, Whatever that you say or do, you know, because the eyes are always on you. Obviously, the the greater that that you're doing stuff in whatever you know sport or sports, um, the more eyes is going to be on you. But man, it's 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 a shame. And then you also got people that you know that will purposely go through years they'll backtrack and look through years of your old tweets and bring that shit back up to the forefront and you know there are some people out there that yeah you know what they said a lot of foul stupid dumb shit when they were like when they were younger in their teens you're talking about like 10 years ago and now they are you know full of grown adults and there are some people yeah that they probably still believe that shit and they just but they just keep a close close lid on it and don't allow it to be put out there but then you got a lot of people out there that you know they they were just immature they was misinformed or uninformed and a lot of that stuff and when they were younger and they said some wild stuff that you know you look back and you know fast forward to now there's just no way no how you would have you know that you would agree to any of that 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 None of those stuff reflects what your current yeah. views are. And you know, it, it it's it's unfair, but you gotta be careful, especially like these young athletes now. Like before you, know, if if I'm a person that's in in, in the NFL or or MBA or whatever, and you're and you're young, like you're you're like 18, 19 years old, and you're about to get these big money contracts and stuff like that. Yo ass better go and delete every little old thing that's possible.
1: Yeah, that's right. They got to pay the eight
0: immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to purge all that shit immediately, man, because people will do that. They will They will go back and find that shit because the fact that in their mind, they think that, oh, what makes you better than me? Because you're making all these millions of dollars. If you look, even look at it, as a matter of fact, I don't know if you remember a few months ago, um, HBO, I think, they had that uh, documentary on on Tiger Woods. And I don't know if you saw that or not.
1: Oh, Um, yes, I did, man. It's a really great doc.
0: It is. Really great. But, man, that guy, that guy that did all all those photos and sold all those photos to, you know, the media and stuff like that. Oh, man, that guy. Oh, man, he was an asshole. You know, yeah, because he felt like he felt greatness, like he felt much pride in like bringing down a celebrity, and I'm like, dude, yeah, you know, like, granted, Tiger did some dumb shit. You know, there's now there's no way to avoid that and say, oh no, nah, he doesn't, he wasn't doing, he wasn't wilding. Nah, dude was wilding, but to just to be out here and, and make a living off of bringing someone down because you feel that they don't match the values that you live by. Like that is some that I, I that's some crazy shit. That
1: was definitely some lame shit though.
0: Yeah that that's some bitch shit I right there.
1: Part the documentary for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. I even saw a little bit in that um even with the, the, the documentaries now with the Malice at the Palace that's on Netflix. You know, I, I watched Also
1: that, a really good documentary.
0: What yeah.
1: Yeah. And- <laughs> but yeah, but there was there was so much shit, like I'm sorry to interrupt, but no go ahead. Yeah, like some of the shit that there was done throughout that documentary, how um how not like even long before social media, but how just the media in general portrayed those players uh to after the Malice in the Palace and yet not seeing how much chaos and ruckus that the fans were causing throughout that whole ordeal. You know, it, that was a very stressful situation for those guys. Yeah. And, you know, it just, 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 just to get the detailed step-by-step process of how that whole incident built up. Yeah, a lot of them were going through some shit. And it, it, just to see how the fans just fed off of that and um, really not knowing what they were really going through, but was feeding off the negativity that was happening throughout that building and causing just – causing them to just go chaotic, almost like in Woodstock 99, another great documentary to watch, uh, that, uh, that they were just losing control and they, 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 they stepped over their bounds and start throwing shit at the players. And, you know, and that, that in itself, you know, cause, you know, the chaos that we all witnessed for the last 15 years, you know, on video. Right. And, and for the media in general to, uh, not even look at the fans of being, you know, accountable for what happened, and put it all on the players and calling mm-hmm. them thugs and, oh, yeah. and 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 spoiled and you know overpaid, and not even giving them a chance to speak out what happened, and then making the lawyer do look like a bad guy for holding the fans accountable <laughs> in that part. You know how how the media reporters, you know, were questioning him in video clips. That 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 is crazy, man. Like it really shows that, you know, how, you know, how much like this country in general mm-hmm. has coddled, you know, coddled society. And especially in particular, you know, uh the average Joe, quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: know. You know, then a lot of these people also, you know, would, would also uh I feel that a lot of these people they know they're wrong. But they, they constantly make up shit to try to fit their own narrative, even though they know they're wrong, right? Like there's, I,
1: I remember, sure.
0: I remember last last week, or actually when the that same day that Simone Biles said, "Listen, you know, I'm I'm not gonna do any, you know, at least for that time, the time being." She's like, "Listen, I'm bowing out of doing any gymnastics competition." You know, focusing on mental health and stuff like that. And there were some jackasses out there that was like, oh, well, you know, Michael Jordan wouldn't do that. And I'm like, motherfucker, Michael Jordan retired because his father died. That was mental health. His mental health wasn't great. Yeah. <laughs> he retired because of mental health issues. He coping with the death of his father, which. He didn't want to play basketball anymore. And it's shit like that that just annoys the hell out of me. A lot of people just say dumb shit without without even without any type of evidence to without any type of uh, uh, <laughs> logic at all. Like there's just no logic. And yes, I get it. You know, like it's you got to block those people out. But man, it just it just becomes so infuriating, man so infuriating to see that happen so many times that is just, really, uh, man. it, it's just it, like i said it's no longer trolling <laughs> once you do it you do it one time all right whatever but once it becomes a habit and you see and you see a person develop a pattern yeah yeah it, it, it's just you know like think about all those think about all those years man where you know when when kobe was was playing and you know all those times that when Kobe had done something, or, or you know, and everybody was like, "Well, LeBron ain't going to do that. LeBron ain't doing this," or whoever the case is. And uh-huh. then the per, and then the person, then I remember the day that LeBron had passed. Um, he had passed Kobe, and I think it was a uh, what? What was it? Was it the points? I think it
1: was. Yeah, uh, it was. It was in points, and um, yeah, yeah. we we'll all remember that day.
0: And so. I remember. Well, yeah, unfortunately. And especially because of the day after. Um, and I remember that day, man, like there was so many people that were just saying some this. People just was just hating. It was just so much hate. And it's like, yo, like the dude, I get it. You're defending your man, Kobe. But even your man is giving this dude his props. And, and it's like people was like, it, it, it's just like, oh, no, no, no. That didn't happen. Like Kobe didn't really mean it. And I'm like, are like your mind, like these people's minds are so warped, man. They're so warped, and they buy crazy, into this, bro. into this alternate reality, this world that exists where everything is done according to how they want it to be done. It's a sickening, and, and it's 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 a disease. It really is a disease.
1: It really is, man.
0: And those people, and and I don't, and I'm not saying that as in you know to to offend anybody. I ain't like that because there are people that do have legit, you know mental illnesses out there and those are the people I'm not and I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about these people that like they just like they really seriously need some help. And and it just it's concerning. And it to me, I'm just like, man, get that shit fixed out, man, because you you blinding yourself. You're prevent you're you're preventing yourself from enjoying a lot of great things that happens within these sport within these leagues and, and, and within the realm of sports in general, that yeah. you know, when these great things don't when they stop happening, those are the same people that's gonna be clamoring for how things it was back in the days or 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 clamoring for a, a, a new person to, you know, to be just like somebody like they that they once loved. Uh, yeah you know, it, it just it happens also often man but it, it but I don't want to also because you had it also brought up it's not just only within sports but in music too you know especially within the hip-hop world like that's
1: stand culture man
0: oh my god for sure man.
1: oh like, man. They play, they play the biggest factor into that you know just just in general because we talk about how people be creating narratives for their favorites uh it gets no better than doing that you know, and watching oh, yeah. how they will flatly deny any issue that is happening or refuse to acknowledge any um, problematic things that a particular faith would say in order to just denigrate uh, the opposition or whoever they don't like. You know, right. and that shit is just, it, it's unbelievable. You know, and you will see people that, you know, that you're actually cool with in person are, you know, that you will look at as respectable individuals in their field. Right. Do this shit. It is just unbelievable. Like it blows my mind every time when I see it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like the two people that I, you know, I think I had said this the other day on, on Twitter somewhere Um, that had pointed out, is like, the irony that Jay-Z and Kanye stands, right? It, the, I don't think yeah. they actually realize that they they they're so alike and so much in is cut from the same cloth. It's, it's, it's hilarious, even though they try to make it seem like they're both in two different two different spaces. No, they're in the same fucking space because you know people know my opinion. I'm I'm a Jay Z fan, always been, but I've always been very vocal about criticizing how his work has been stellar in the past few years it seems like very recently it's almost like he's i don't know find any new a newfound motivation or a renaissance or whatever you want to call it but there was a point in time period where man i i jay-z put out a song man it's like i listen to it i'm like All right, i ain't listen to this shit again because it's just to me it, was just, yeah, subpar. it just came off as subpar and lazy and i'm just like nah fuck that kanye also, awesome. after a while i'm like People be hyping up the most mediocre shit. And I get it, cause it may cause cause it's Kanye, but I'm like, dog, this ain't this ain't hidden. People will hate me for saying this. Yeezys Yeezus sucked to me. I didn't like it. Outside of maybe one or two songs, overall, didn't like Yeezus. You know, I just to me it was just a bunch of bunch of shit. Um now, obviously, you know couple of albums that he came like i know his his last album that came out I, I i listened to it once and never again never again i listened to it, it, it it's just but people hype that shit up now i applaud him for talking about i think on a couple one song or something like that and he was speaking about his his battles with you know all the mental illnesses that he has and i appreciate that aspect of of, of kanye but just overall the music that he's putting out is just like, nah, man, like I, I ain't fucking with it. Uh, even and, and granted, I did listen to that listening thing a couple of weeks ago that was on um Apple Music. And yeah. I turned out to be a little bit right. And I think I mentioned this um, on that episode right that same night or the day or the, the day before that. How uh-huh. I I had a little feeling that. And I had mentioned, like, oh, yeah, him and Jay, they probably, they probably real life cool, but, you know, they're, like, they're just going to do their separate things. And I remember that night, as I listened to that listening party, and earlier I was like, you know what? I just had this feeling that them two, gonna, like, Jay going to hop on a track and watch it be the last track. Because I know Kanye. Kanye loves the sensationalism of everything that he does.
1: Yeah and, he really and, does and, man. And,
0: and and anything that he does, he wants to make and if whatever last song goes on, that he he wants it to be that lasting thought that's in your mind. And it was like uh-huh. Hove hopped on there and you know, talked about, yeah, Jesus, you know, Yeezy, you know, I told you I want to bring you back home and all this other shit. Ditched the red hat and whatnot. Yeah. Um and people lost their ever fucking minds. Now, for all I know, this album could still suck. I'm just saying, it still could suck. I listened to what he played that night. It sounded <laughs> decent. It sounded decent. Yeah. You know, but Kanye changes shit all the time, too. So I don't know what's... We never know what's the final product, and he's still here. You have to put the damn shit out. But um, but it with those two, like, they, those two fan bases, like, they can never do any wrong. And I'm like, no. No, they they put out subpar shit for a several amount of years for a good amount of time. You know, Watch the Throne was like the breaking point. For at least for Jay, I felt like was the breaking point for him. As far as the stuff that I I the stuff that I could listen to him it, you know, constantly over and over again. And then it's like after that he just dipped downwards. And I was like, dude, I don't know what the fuck is going on, bro. Maybe you're just too focused on the business aspect of Whatever that's going on and all this other mess and you're just not fully motivated to rap like you normally would or how people have grown to love and enjoy hearing you rap but man I just wasn't with that subpar shit man, but tell people that they go to attack your ass you know <laughs> on, <laughs> uh, on, on social yeah, media. but, but hip hop but people is, people are very you know they' they're very um you know they 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 hold on to that stuff. You know, and I know people held on to for the longest, you know, Kanye's, you know, legacy, how he was in the beginning to start off with the, you know, and people want to hold on to that because, you know, it it probably holds a sentimental value to them and whatnot. Um, But, man, sometimes evolution does not do good for certain people. Even though in the hip hop world, a lot of times you see that, unfortunately, you know. Yeah. um, and a lot of times it be people are their own worst critic, man. It'd be their own be their own selves that do that to themselves and and, and welcome and, and bring that on to themselves too. So, you know, there's a there's a lot of blame that goes along with that. But the tie all the way back into like the whole topic of, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: everything, you know, like there are people that will, you know, put out great music. And there's always somebody to say like, yeah, but it ain't, but it ain't this person, it ain't that person, like it ain't all that great. Or oh, there'd be people out there that would put out some really subpar music and then hype that shit up to the damn moon, you know. And sometimes, you know, like the, the it's always like a running joke whenever like Drake puts something out is like 1 minute later somebody claims they listened to the whole album and they're like it's a classic like dude <laughs> <laughs> like, like chill chill the fuck out man <laughs> like like calm the hell down all right like it is not a classic like are you really listening to the music are you listening joint are you really enjoying the songs or are you just breezing through the first 10 seconds of every fucking track and then you're like oh my gosh this is like the greatest thing ever yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, but, but Man, that joke, I can't, I that joke can't. always gets a kick out of me every single time, though. I can't lie. Like, that shit is always funny. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, it's almost the same lines with, you know, J. Cole, you know. It's like everybody, there's like a lot of people, there's always a contingency of people that always like saying that, oh, well, he puts out boring music. And I'm like, dude, like, what the fuck? Boring or music that makes you go to sleep. I know a few people that that said that shit before, but then they wind up eating their own words in the end. So I'm, those people know who the hell they are. But um, but yeah, man, it's like, dog. Like, hey,
1: hey, hey, I, I was guilty of it too, but you know. But he, uh, yeah, he had some times uh, when he had his dual periods, man. But he's good. He's fine. You know, that's it. Like, he's good. Like, he managed to carve out a niche for himself. And you know, and his fan base, and now he is like in his generation, one of the bigger hip hop artists of the last decade, right? You know, and you know, and his music has been co- like at least continuously good. Like, I'll, I'll say that it's been good, like, it's consistent, it's been, been blowing away, yeah. He's been consistently solid,
0: right? You know, right. that's all
1: I can really ask for these days from him now,
0: exactly. Like, I'm not expecting every album to be, you know. 2014 Forest, <laughs> you know i i'm not i'm not expecting that to happen on every album that he makes which i always still say that has been his best album so far you know granted the last one was pretty damn good i will give, like it's pretty good but to me it doesn't compare to forest hill drive that's just that that to me that that I, and i guess because I, I mentioned it before the album holds a sentimental value to me but I just felt like there was—he wasn't missing on those tracks. Like he he was not missing at all. Like it's almost like he went Giannis in, you know, in in, in the finals <laughs> with the free throws, bro. He was not missing at all <laughs> with that. Um, and there was still people who found an issue with what he was with that album. And I'm like, dude, how how can you? You know, like it just. We all have I get it we all have our own personal opinions on a lot of stuff out there in the world, but I just just would implore people to like, despite what your personal feelings may be, to not let it get into the way of you just enjoying stuff that great stuff that are happening with, it, whether it's within the world of music or sports. Like sometimes you need to take a step back, clear, you know, clear all the distractions out the way, all the outside chatter, and just focus on what's in front of you. Focus on what you're watching. Focus on what you're listening to. And maybe, maybe if we go into the mind state where we just clear all the other bullshit out and we just only focus on the task at hand or whatever it may be that you'll have a little bit more enjoyment in whatever it is that you're watching or listening to. Will it always be perfect? No. Sports and music will never be perfect. That's just yeah. I mean that's and that's life in general, but more specifically within those two two worlds. But just because it is not perfect doesn't mean that you still can't enjoy it. You go I always look at it this way I, I I go back to when I was a kid, right and then I had you and I said this with wrestling. when I was a kid watching wrestling, I didn't care about all the other shit. What I cared about is what I was watching on TV. same thing with music as a kid, music I just loved I just loved the music whether i didn't and I, I didn't have to care I didn't care about the lyrics. maybe I focused more on the melody or 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 the beat. Or whatever it is that was going on in the song, outside of the words, and that's and is me by me focusing on that made me enjoy the song even more. Then, then I'll listen to the words, you know, because the words, you know, they're supposed to, you know, that emphasize everything. And I really feel like if people would take that more of an approach instead of having to be go rushing to their phones rushing to their computer, whatever device that they use to just critique and disrespect and all this other shit and complain and bitch and moan because it does not meet your personal standards or your values or whatever the case may be. Maybe if we stop doing that more, then we could get back to a place where a lot of people can actually enjoy shit for what it is. Maybe I'm asking for too much.
1: That's, that's really all that we need man
0: like i said maybe i'm asking for too much within how everything is today but i just would implore people that whoever is listening and for the people that and you may be you know you may be one of those people that's that's listening to this that you're already doing that and if you are kudos to you right you know it's not like I'm forcing anybody, trying to put a gun to the ear, like, stop critiquing, stop critiquing. Like You're going to do whatever the fuck you're going to do at the end of the day anyway. But I'm just saying there is a more peaceful alternative that allows you to just sit back and enjoy what you're watching. You know what was the beauty about this NBA Finals? It wasn't the fact that because LeBron wasn't playing it or – Steph Curry wasn't playing it. It was the fact because it was these two teams. It was something brand new and fresh. And guess what, people? A lot of a lot of people enjoyed it. They loved it. I know I did. There was two likable players in Giannis, and and, and if you wanted to talk about in Chris Paul, these you know a lot of people are very heavily invested in Chris Paul. You want to see him win the ring? I wanted to see him win the ring. Giannis, one of the most hardest working players that you'll find out there. Dude has made so many, so much strides um, from his rookie year to even now within an eight year time period and everything that he's accomplished. And to see him finally get over the hump and win that title, it was a beautiful thing. And yet, and I and and I know there was still people out there that was bitching and complaining well, the ratings ain't great because LeBron is not in it. And it's like shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry, but shut the fuck up and watch what's on what's in front of you right now.
1: The ratings were ass last season though.
0: They, they assed, but you know what? That's fine. Even if it was at, ratings was ass last season. Hey, you know what? A lot of people enjoyed watching LeBron getting another fucking ring. Like it his greatness continued on and i'm not saying that the like, greatness is like oh man like i i ain't trying to you know i'm not a rider or anything like that but i'm just saying like yo there is just certain things and certain players and certain times and moments where you have to put the bullshit to the side and just enjoy it and and honestly and that's a life Dude, lesson man. in itself mm-hmm. in general and so if you if if, if that's a If that's a model that you're going by, how you want to live life by, why can it not apply to this? That's all I want to know. So, that's it. If you're one of them Twitter Twitter finger warriors out there, there's a middle finger to you. But, for the ones that actually do enjoy everything for what it is, in its simplicities... More power to you. Kudos to you. Keep on doing that. Maybe you could spread the word to all your jackass, you know, friends that want that don't want to do that. You know, like tell them, like, hey, listen, man, just just watch this shit for what it is. Just enjoy it. Enjoy the ride. Because there's gonna be a time later on where you're gonna look back and you be like, damn, I missed that. Like, shit, we go through that even with the 90s NBA. Everybody fetishizes the 90s NBA like...
1: And the physicality.
0: Right. And the physicality. You know, like even for me in hockey, right? Granted, hockey is a physical game. A lot of people, they love to talk about all those, you know... I mean, hockey can still be a brutal game, but all the fighting that happened in hockey, right? There was a time where that that was like a big thing. And for the longest, that was like a... You know, that's what was part of the game. Or that's how you earn your stripes. But now, it's like with the added, you know, emphasis and importance on, you know, the brain and CTE and concussions and stuff like that and how that affects these athletes' minds and their bodies. Yeah. That shit is just not, that's just, it's not feasibly, you know, that it's not going to happen. It's not going to be accepted. But then you had those those group of people that, get pissed about it. It's like, oh, you're trying to soften up the game. You're trying to, you know, make it a child's game. What's next? Like you got, you know, like with football, you know, it's like, oh, it's a child's game now. What's now? The NFL is going to turn into flag football. It's like, dog, like it's, it's not a matter of, you know, trying to soften the game or trying to take away, you know, your level of enjoyment. But these are humans. And they go through, like, this their lot of shit is – just because you don't go through it doesn't mean that they're not going through these issues and these these injuries and and stuff that affects their lives you know it, it's it's a terrible thing it really is a terrible thing out there with these these you know with the head trauma and the effect the long lasting effects that it has on these athletes so you know let let's let's be easy on those people and and not be so quick to criticize their asses too. You know, we we see it in wrestling too. I'm, you know, we we see it all the time in wrestling. Whenever a wrestler gets injured, you know, it, it's it just makes no sense, man.
1: Not at all. It really doesn't, man. It's crazy. But, you know, what can you do, really?
0: There ain't really much uh, you can do, man, at the end of the day. But I will say this though. For the people that you know, when we first started this show, um, little antidote about this episode, when we first started this show, we promised people, you know, like there, there's going to be times where we're going to be unfiltered and, and, and very raw with everything that we say. And this is one of those episodes now, granted, you know, we probably could, there's going to be more episodes like this in the future, but I just felt like there There was other episodes where it probably wasn't as raw and unfiltered as as much as we possibly can be. Knowing how we are so heavily invested into, you know, like wrestling and sports and music and stuff like that. Um, but I, I'm hoping that the people that have listened to this episode, um, they've had a lot of good enjoyment out of this. And um, what do you think, Chris, man? You think we should do more of these type of things, man?
1: I feel like we could, yeah. We should do more, and uh, uh, again, like we could always switch the topics around. Even you know, it does, again, turn into some passion projects of ours, or like certain passions of ours. Like, it also give you know our audience here and our listeners, you know, some ideas that they can send to us. So, what type of um, episodes that they want to hear, or what type of reviews, or what topics that they want us to tackle on. Uh, I feel like that could also you know challenge us a bit to uh you know talk about things that you know probably a lot of us may not be well versed on but not to be really crazy and give like crazy shit he takes or anything of that nature but to give out some experiences you know that you know that would relate to us and you know help expand discussions going forward
0: definitely definitely and you know once again man like i i we encourage people you know whether it is on our instagram you know you know, no words, broadcast um Instagram. I mean, even by our, you know, we always give our, our Twitter names, you know, at the end of every episode, because we really do want to interact with people. We want people that are listening. We want them to interact with us and we welcome that. So don't feel that just because if you're listening to us, if there's something that you that you really want us to talk about topic wise or stuff that you know that we you feel that we could touch on a little bit more by all means. We welcome the feedback, everybody. You know, I mean, you can even even email us. You know, you can email us at nowhere'sbarcast@gmail.com. All right, like whichever way is more comfortable to you. Hey, let us know. We got no problem doing more um, episodes like this. And and um, you know, we we want to give. We do this for the people. We want to give the people what they want to hear. You know, whatever they, you know, they want to hear our opinions or whatever the case may be, um, on stuff. So, yeah, by all means, drop a line, let us know, send an email, DM, respectful DM, um, you know, to to, to either one of those, uh, either one of those, uh, sites or just, uh, emails or, or Twitter handles or whatever. Um, so, um, with that being said, man, uh. You got any parting shots you want to put out there before we close this up?
1: Uh, uh, yo, uh shout out to Paris Saint Germain. Uh, uh, they end up signing Leo Messi. Uh, the you know who, is, if you were living on the rock, who's the greatest soccer player of all time?
0: It was a messy situation.
1: It was definitely a messy situation. Uh, he was uh, initially he was looking to resign with his uh, longtime club Barcelona. Uh, after playing there for 16 years uh, on the first team, uh, financial issues like the fact that Barcelona has been a, a terribly run club uh, since 2015. And, you know, they're paying all these players ridiculous wages to the point that they were unable to afford, you know, their top player who brings them in over $800 million a year. Woo, woo, <laughs> and you know if that, and, and now he's gone. He had a you know a heartbreaking you know press conference you know uh, uh, well exit interview of sorts um, over the weekend, where he was in tears, and you know his teammates you know his Barcelona teammates at the time were you know giving him a standing ovation that felt like it lasted for five minutes, and now here he is. He's in Paris, France. You know, uh, joining what could be, like, the most stacked team in all of Europe. Uh, they have, like, the best players in every single one of their positions. Uh, what, um, Gianluigi Donnarumma at goal is the goalkeeper, Sergio Ramos, who has been a longtime rival of Messi uh, since their days in Barcelona, Real Madrid, respectively. Now they're teammates. <laughs> and and now he's playing alongside Killian Mbappe and Neymar, which would make like the most valuable uh front three currently to this day, going grossing over three hundred and thirty million in their market value. And you know, it, it's like Champions League or Bus. Like it, it's almost like with the Brooklyn Nets team with like James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. It's like they gotta win the title very first year or it's been all for nothing. That's what it feels like right now with PSG, and yeah, creating this French Galacticos type of team with uh with three with three of the greatest players in the game today, and, and a bunch of other players who are probably much in the top ten if not top five of their position. Uh huh. So it's it's really ridiculous, man. How crazy sack this team is,
0: man. This is gonna be one of these days, man. I'm gonna need like a crash course on. All of this soccer stuff, man. Because um, I know too many people that be very heavily invested into this stuff. And I'd be so lost sometimes. Like I know the basic, you know, the big yeah. time players like Messi and and, and, and these other guys. But I, one day I'm just going to have to go through like the rabbit hole and, and do a crash course on a lot of stuff. Because I only hear a lot of stuff just like in passing or, you know, when you mention it. But um, I definitely need to do a better job with that. Um, I guess for me, the one parting shot that I have is uh shout out to Nas for another Oh yeah another and, and the locks again. Listen, this has been a great fucking past week for New York hip hop, all right? It has been great. Not only did yeah, man. the whole locks and dipset thing, um, but Nas, he put out a great album with King's Z's 2. And the fact that he was able to get Lauren Hill out here spitting again. That is such Man. a That is such that a was, blessing. That was so
1: good, bro. And I and
0: I and another thing I want to put out, see, Nas, I want to thank Nas for two things. Not only did he get El Boogie to be rapping again, you know, on the first King's Disease album, he got Foxy Brown rapping again. And though having those two ladies spitting, um, for me, it brings a smile to my face because, uh, you know, I, I thoroughly enjoyed those two female artists and and the music that they had put out. You know, especially in their prime, and the fact that it's 2021 and we're still hearing these women rap. And great, and honestly, and, and I mean, Foxy went off, but Lauren went off off and. Man, it was just—I just loved it. I just loved it. So, my heart, my heart is glowing. My heart is just so, so happy with all the New York hip hop love this past week. It has been great. I don't know how long it'll keep on before people start to talk shit about us again. But (laughs) uh, I'm going to uh, relish this week uh, for what it is. And I'm gonna hold <laughs> tight onto it because I know it's probably not going to last long. <laughs> at the end of the day, uh, yeah, that and shout out to my Yankees, man. I, I gotta put, I gotta say this out there and minus all the COVID, <laughs> minus all the COVID stuff. But shout out to my Yankees, man. Y'all, y'all finally playing like how y'all, how I want y'all to play, how I envisioned y'all playing, um, even with all these new players, but it's just, it's just great it's just great um man looking forward to uh see how everything turns out i mean summer is winding down and um i think on the next episode man that it may be SummerSlam time so i'll be eager to talk about
1: oh yeah you know, it will be
0: about all of that and the latest AEW stuff man um i feel like we need we really need to get inject more wrestling onto this man um but no better time than now or everything else is uh, pretty much out of uh, you know mm-hmm. out of season except for the NFL I know the NFL is coming soon but it's too soon for that though
1: yeah, yeah. Too soon. yeah it's too soon
0: but um, but anyway man like I said if you want to try something different this week and you know by all means please 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 do not hesitate letting us know how you feel feedback did you like it did you not like it what other stuff that we could talk about in the future? Throw it all out to us. Like I said, no words, Bardcast, Instagram, rappers and actors. That's how you mm-hmm. can get to Chris on Twitter.
1: That's right. And
0: Mo, Mo B Knowing, Mo underscore B underscore Knowing on Twitter. That's how you can get me. Um, and then once again, uh, email address if you want to email us, uh, no words, at gmail.com. Um, you know, anything that gets there comes to my phone, whatever. Um, we'd love to converse and, and speak and interact with more people. Um, I think the last time I checked, man, um, I looked at the statistics and, uh, probably was like about maybe a few days ago. And I think overall we are close to 300 listens or downloads. Oh, really? Oh snap! It's
1: growing week by week, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. And this is and this is the combination of all from all the episodes that we've done. Oh, we all right. Three 300, 300 listens, man. So, regardless if you listen to five minutes, a whole episode, twenty minutes, doesn't matter. Everybody that has listened so far, thank you. We are we're still growing, and much love and blessings and thank you for everybody. But um, that note until the next episode, shout out to Dr. Dre. See you next time.
1: Peace.